I've gotten into a lot of discussions with podcasters about not doing so many interviews. And the first thing people always say to me is, well, if I'm not interviewing people, then what's my content look like? So today I wanna break down the options that you have outside of interviews. Because if you think interviews are the only way you can get content, I feel sorry for you, first of all. Secondly, I need you to understand that that's not even the best form of content. And if you really want to be profitable, you have to do more than podcast interviews. Let's get into it. What's up, podcasters? I'm Coach Chris. Thank you for tuning in to Pod Central. In today's episode, we got to break down these new episode styles. And I say new because while I've been doing them and a couple of my friends in the podcast space have been doing this, most people still only do interviews. Like you go look at their podcast and all they have is a bunch of interviews with random people. And I say random people because you think in the beginning, well, if this person has a thousand followers and I only have 215, if I interview them on my show and they promote it, then I'm going to get some of their followers. And it makes you feel good and it inspires you. I'm here to tell you that's just not how it works. The truth is it has never worked. And I don't even think that it ever will work because you just can't rely on somebody else's audience to become your audience. Is it possible? Yes. Can it happen? Yes. Will you get a few people? Yes but it won't be as impactful as you want it to be. That's what I gotta tell you, man. I'm just, it just won't be. You have this strong desire for what you want it to look like, I'm telling you that it probably won't. So one of the first episode styles is education. That is the easiest one, simply because you're just teaching somebody something. And I see a lot of people say, well, what if I have an entertainment show? And I get that, that's a good question, because education stuff is always popular in the business space. If somebody's a coach or if they have a product or something, teaching is just kind of the next part of that. It just ties into it so well. I get it. But if you're in entertainment, think about this. Very few people teach in that space. For example, there are some people who are on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube even, that are filmmakers. And a lot of how they make money is from the content they have online. They sell courses and products and all of that stuff. These people do an amazing job of taking like popular movies and then breaking things down and teaching people, right? It's not about teaching somebody in the sense of it has to be traditional. You could just teach people about the thing they want to learn about. I actually think that's better. That's better teaching because you're not trying to force feed them something they don't care about. If I just sat down here and told you all the little nuts and bolts about how you should plan your podcast, you don't care about that shit. You don't want to hear that. You want to know how do I market my show? How do I make better content? How do I make money? Simple, which makes sense. So what I'm saying is you got to find a way to take the topics that people care about and then teach them something relevant about that topic. One of the best examples of this is color grading. I've seen a lot of these people that are in videography and stuff that have those kind of podcasts and YouTube channels that will talk about certain movies and their color grading styles like Mad Max or Dune. And I love this because it's a simple way to take something like a movie that is entertainment and then turn it into something that's educational about the color grading. And it's something that when you watch it, if you don't know about it, you probably will look past it. But when this person breaks it down, you're like, wow. And you start thinking about other movies you watch, like, damn, they had this color grade over here and they had this one over here. And then you watch another movie and then you start to see the differences. People love to be educated like that. Another area is like, with sports, I think the podcasts that are the best in the sports space have people that don't just say things that go viral. They have those people that are like analysts. They can tell you what kind of cut that was or what kind of move that was or the play that was called because it's a deeper analysis. And that's what people really want in their content. 
That's what behind the scenes content is about. It's about real true perspective that's educational that'll help me understand more. So education is low hanging fruit. Everybody can do that. But this next one, literally everybody can do this. But before I get to that, I know we early in the video. If you are listening to this, keep driving. But if you're watching on YouTube, I thank you. I appreciate you. Hit the like button right now. It just, it helps me out a lot. I'm growing a channel right now. This is a fresh one. I need your help. I appreciate your support on that. Now let's talk about news. Every single podcast, I don't care what industry you're in, can talk about news because there's always something happening in every industry. Like not a week goes by where nothing happens in your industry. Right? You always can talk about some news or trending topics. It's the easiest thing in the world. The first step is finding your news source. For me, it's newsletters. If I want to find podcasting topics, I'm on the pod news newsletter. Shout out to James Craitlin. I'm on the podcast business journal newsletter, all of that stuff. I consume the newsletters so that I know, okay, this is a good topic. That's a good topic. And then I can bring those topics together and then I can record an episode about it covering the news. The thing to understand about this though, is you're only going to attract people that are interested in that topic. When I put out a news episode about this new crazy thing happening in podcasting, like I'm recording one on podcast 2.0, that's not going to get a lot of people that aren't into podcasting to pay attention to the show. Like it's just not, but that's the thing is the news episodes are really to build your brand inside of your space, because this is another part of it. When you're covering the news, it's great to have a co-host. And I think it's good to have cycling co-host or do round tables. Now round tables, another episode style I'll get to next, but you could use the news as part of your round table episodes. Like think about that. The news topics are always happening. They're always cycling through. They're always going to be happening. It's always going to be something. You want to keep covering that consistently. You could have one co-host for that where you always work with them or bring people in. Either way, you gotta cover the news. And it's that easy to find the topics and then talk about it. Now, the best part about this is this is how you get discovered in search terms. On my other YouTube channel, I learned more about YouTube keywords and how to use them because in my podcast episodes, I will put certain words up there to see how the algorithm will respond to that. That made me dis get discovered more and a lot faster. So as podcasting moves into YouTube and video and stuff, even when people are searching on Google and stuff through blogs and all of that, you want them to find your content. So covering the trending topics and news is a great way for your podcast to pop up at the top. And then ultimately, if you cover the news all the time, people start to look at you as a news source. Even if you don't know about a topic, even if you don't know what happened, people will start sending you topics. Oh man, did you hear about this? Did you see that with so-and-so? It is amazing. That's when it starts picking up traction, right? Now you become relevant in the space because you just talk about the news and what's happening. It's a beautiful thing, man. I think every single podcaster, every single show should do this. Even if it's like twice a month, that's still enough to where you're keeping things relevant. You're talking about what's going on and you're bringing in those people that have those same interests as you. The news content is really to build your brand inside of the space. Now, roundtable episodes are to build your brand and build connections inside of the space because in roundtable episodes, again, you can bring those news topics on there, but this is where you want to get to know people. I like to do more of uh, kind of fun topics. I want to talk about your unpopular opinion, like real unpopular opinions, like be harsh on this and we can have fun. Let's get to know each other. Let's do storytelling, whatever it is that helps you build the connections and a relationship in the space. So now when it's time for you to promote a product, you know, you're going to talk to, or you want to launch a new thing or whatever, you can know who to talk to, right? That's how I view it. Or you just have other people to talk to about things happening in the industry. The roundtable episodes are super fun and they're going to help you build those relationships 10 times faster than anything else can. 
to be honest, this is also why I tell a lot of startup founders, this is why you need a podcast. Because imagine if every week at the same time, you just sat down and did like an interview or had a roundtable episode with two or three of your ideal customers every week. Think about what you would learn. Think about the information you gather, right? Like it's just a layup. It's so easy. And a good thing about roundtable episodes as well is you can record them if they aren't about trending topics and put them out whenever you want to. Like you can record them in April and then put them out in July and people will still be tuned in. People will still promote it, all of that stuff because you stay connected to them, keep the relationship going. They still see value in it. So that right there, so far we've already covered a couple of different podcast episode types. We talked about education. We talked about trending topics and news and even roundtables. Just with those three alone, you can now balance out a season of your show to have some pretty great content. Now, I got a couple more I want to get to. Another one is storytelling. I think storytelling is one of my favorite now. And I will say this. Storytelling is something that I think we're all good at in our own way. But it is good to study good storytellers. Because I believe there are also different ways to tell a story. If you look at certain TV shows, they tell stories in different ways. Where it could be like they talk about this key point and then they jump up. And they come back and they jump up and come back and they go back and forth. I've seen a lot of storytelling go that way and it can work. Some people do the regular hero's journey storytelling. I'm not a fan of that because I want it to be something different that kind of drags you and gets your attention and, you know, really wakes you up and keeps you enticed the entire time. With the hero's journey, it's a lot of lows and it goes high and then it goes low. I don't want to do that. I want it to be up and keep it up, right? <laughs> That's my goal. But I would suggest adding storytelling in because... You could just tell a story about your podcast and what's going on with that. How you been building that, keeping people updated. You can tell a story about whatever it is that you want to talk about and find a way to tie it into your topic. This one doesn't take as much creativity as you think it does, but I do believe that people overthink the entire thing. Like people overthink storytelling too much. You don't have to sit and worry about if you're saying it the right way and if that makes sense. Listen. If you need to put a, a simple breakdown of what you want to talk about, the outcomes of it and all of that stuff and the moral and all that, you could do all of that. Break it down like that if you need to. And I think some people do need that kind of help. Like I will say, if you're storytelling, it's good to have somebody with you that can ask you questions that may know the story so you guys can flow it together because it takes time to get to the point where you can sit in front of a camera and a microphone and just do this alone. Like it's... It takes training. So the last episode style I want to talk about is sales. So many people hate this one, but I think it's important. Depending on the kind of show you have, you need to have sales episodes. Like it's very important for you to have that sale episode set up because if you don't, you could easily miss out on a lot of revenue. Like if your focus of your season is to make money through product sales, like coaching or consulting, um, community, digital products, whatever it is. It's okay to have sales episode throughout that. The real issue is if you do it too much, because a sales episode is you selling. Let's be honest. You're selling your product to the audience. But if you do this every single week, it becomes too much. It's overwhelming. You don't want to do it all the time, nonstop. You want to have a balance of like twice a month, right? Like every other Friday, right? Like that's more than enough. If you got every other Friday, that's good enough to sell and keep your product top of mind it also depends on how many episodes you release if you're doing one episode a week to be honest you can't do a sales episode you just can't because you don't do enough content but if you do two episodes a week that's eight a month so if out of eight of them 
on one of them, you give people four reasons why they have to buy your new digital product. That's not a bad balance, right? Now, if you did three of them out of those eight, I would say that's too much. Even two would be pushing it. But I would say for every eight episodes, every four to eight episodes, we'll say six to eight, you should have at least one sales episode if you're selling a product or a service. Now, again, most podcasters aren't selling products and services, so that really doesn't apply. So focus on once a month. Even if you just do four, you could do once a month. But again, if you're selling digital products and you only do four episodes a month, I think you should push that up. You need to do a little more. If you're trying to be profitable, do your own products and services. You need to do more content. I'm going to just be honest with you. Like 52 a year, that's not going to get you across the threshold of making significant money. Not, and it's not going to get you the leads you need to close those deals to make the money. It's just not, it doesn't work that way. And on sales episodes, it's not about sitting there telling people, buy this thing, buy this thing. That's not what it is. It's more so breaking down why they should buy it. What are the benefits? What is your competitive advantage? What's the outcome they get? You can break all of that stuff down in different ways on your sales episodes, right? You could be running a sale or something, and that'd be the thing that you want to talk about why you're doing a sale or whatever. It's so important to have a sales episode if you're selling products because that shows your audience you're serious about it. And again, it's a way you can get a lot of conversions because some people listening to your show, they might be on the line of working with you. They could be, you know, already have the products in their cart. Like, oh man, I'm going to buy this. I want to buy this. And they still thinking about it, but then they list your episode and you break down the benefits they didn't even know about. Now they go and purchase. And this ties into the thing I was talking about, about like podcasters feel like they don't deserve to get paid. This ties into that. Because again, there are a lot of other platforms where people sell on their post every single time, right? Where it's all about selling, whether it's a blogger or a YouTuber, they sell and sell and sell. But for some reason, podcasters think, nah, I can't do that. I'm better than them. Nah, man, you just broke it in them. Like if you want to be profitable, you have to add selling into the mix. So those are a bunch of different podcast episode styles that are going to help you make better content. If you want to grow your show, you want to make money from your show. You have to make better content. I can almost guarantee the content you're making now could be better. I'm willing to bet because of that. You want to put effort into it, really put thoughtfulness into it. I think you should be planning in seasons. That is at least 12 episodes for three months. I would suggest the best thing is 24 episodes in those three months, just two a week. If you do that, you're going to get some great results because most podcasts aren't doing that. Most podcasts don't have a plan to tie with that. And then most podcasts don't have a profitability system. So I want to invite you to check out the podcast booster program, literally for only 30 minutes a day, five days in a week, you can actually grow your show, right? It's a very simple process. I put it down in the description down, but free also check out pod central. This is the only platform where you can do all of this podcast stuff in one place. That's simple. That's what it is. But if you got any other questions, any other things that you need help with or anything like that, send me a podcast on Twitter at Chris Podcasting. I'll see you next time.